Hello and welcome to the Fishing Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Wigman, and I am here with Greg Robinson, and he's like here all the time. I think he just hides out in, in the studio here. There you go. And, and gets on the show. That's he's like, right, yeah. He's like, can Stabbing I be on the drive by at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does too the good news is is there's so many things that you do i mean you yeah. do uh, marine electronic installs you do like installs of other you know products onto people's boats yes, and then you're a fishing guide and yep and you're a hunter and and i don't know when you find time to do jack of all trades and a master of a nine there you go <laughs> <laughs> there you go but uh, he's he's a really good crappie fisherman, and and we're up on that time of year where we're, you know, we're talking about crappie fishing because uh, people are getting excited about it. Sure. And as you and I both know, we were out on Monday, and it was like a zoo. Oh, that wind was just rocking and rolling. Wind, wind was it? bad, and the uh, parking lots were full. Yeah. I mean, but, the, and and all the boats was in about three spots. <laughs> And the wind was still bad there. It's funny because we went by and grandson was driving. I said, don't slow up, make a big wake on him. And then I was thinking as we slowed up and we stopped farther away from you, didn't wake you. Uh, we got farther away. I'm like, what am I worried about? There's like two foot waves coming over him right now. I don't know so, which one was the best. That's right. But, uh, uh, Greg, tell us, tell us, you know, we're on that period of time where we're, we're going to talk about bobbers. I love it because look at the shirt that you wore kind of fills in with the topic we wanted to there talk about, which yeah. is, uh, was bobber fishing. Mm -hmm. And first, uh, tell us about bobbers in general. Just give us well, a you description. you got to, uh, different selection. Of course, three of bobbers are mostly made out of balsa wood. Uh-huh. And, uh, they dot some of the newer ones that says premium wood i'm not really okay. sure the difference and then you got your old plastic clip-on okay. bobbers of course and uh most of your thrill bobbers are people think of them for being uh, a slip bobber which right. i do make they make the pencils and the ovals okay and some will have a stem on the top and the bottom uh and the line goes through it and you mm -hmm. put a um bobber stop on it to, right. to control that uh, and those, that's your slip rig Right. Yes. That's so a tell slip us, bobber rig. tell us in case uh, they in case they've never so done it. So if you were say for example you're fishing a brush pile, and you got some fish, and the brush pile is the top of the brush pile comes up to say eight feet in okay. the water, but you got the fish that's suspended right there on the on the top, and this time of year, there you have a tendency to either you, you're moving your bait too fast as you're coming through trying to cast. Right. A jig. So you can put a slip bobber on there and pitch it out there and let it settle down, say, five feet, even six feet, seven feet, and just let that bait set there. And with the action to our lures that we have in today's time, with just a little bit of breeze and that bobber movement, it can give that lure a lot of action to the point that they're not having to chase it. And they'll just right. come up and then and, and do that, and it works. It's very effective this time of year, probably into the to the spawn. Well, how big how big is a slip bobber usually? Uh how you can get different sizes. I got right. a sixteenth and an eighth and a quarter, uh -huh. and uh, the the size of those uh, will according to the the size of weight that it will will handle, uh -huh. uh, and so the quarter, of course, will. It's a bigger round, 
and it'll hold a, a heavier bait versus the 16th ounce. Are some of those bobbers weighted then to help uh, you They cast? do have some that are weighted to help hold the bobber up in the upright position. I don't particularly like the weighted ones. Oh. Uh, I like just without a weight. In fact, I use a lot of times, um, I'll be in a situation where I'm jig fishing or vertical jigging, and I carry the little oval ball, so it's got a little spring in the bottom. It's got a little uh-huh. hook, and you just run your line in there, right. push the spring down over your line, and it'll hold it in place to a degree until you set the hook a time or two, and then you'll have to readjust it. But you don't have to put a, uh, a slip knot or anything. And it'll kind of huh. hang off to the side of your line. But when you put it out there, it's so light, it just lays a little bit. And you get on those light bites, right. it'll stand them jigs up, I mean them bobbers up, and you'll know even sometimes before they jerk it under that you've got them. So or I, some, I like those. Some of the pencil ones made to stand up. And yes, then when sir. it crappie bites, then it makes the... It makes over. it go layover. Mm-hmm. So there's two the, different bites you look exactly. for. Exactly. Yeah. So if they're hitting it and coming up on the bobber, uh-huh. then it'll do that. It'll lay over, and you, you can set the hook. Otherwise, it'll be laying a little bit of a slope or something, and you'll uh-huh. just see it just barely deal, and then you can get it too. So those oval bobbers and some of those other bobbers are two colors. Is there a reason right. why they're two colors? I will, so you can see them, I mean, yeah. for, for It's not for the weight of the, the thing? No. Uh, all right. I think it's just because they're all pretty much, uh, three of them are pretty much the same. Now, mm-hmm. going to the plastic right. clip-on bobbers, I've used those over the years as well, and I've got one that's just totally round, and then yeah. you have one that's tapered. Okay. And I, I, if I'm going to use one, I, I prefer the tapered one because it has less resistance when it's pulling right. under the water. But in light conditions, if I was using that type of bobber before I started using thrill, um, I would a lot of times turn my bobber upside down. Right. Because otherwise you're, you got the oval part kind of sitting down. So your bobber with a jig is sitting like this uh-huh. and if they're just barely hitting it you you don't they got to pull it enough on that big of a boat right. they got to pull that oval up to where to stand it up so you don't notice it as easy so if you turn it over the other way and the top end is down so now your bobber's sitting like this in the water and when they hit this end of it It'll lay that bobber up flat. I got you. And then you you know you get a light bite. All right. So that's so, what I do with those. So if, tell us conditions that you're looking for when you're bobber fishing. Bobber and jig and bobber or uh, jig and a minnow. Oh, you know, well, or, this time of year, um, it, just like you said, uh, on the, and later in the day, especially, uh, we got a big rain today. Uh-huh. So we're going to get some stained water. And uh, hopefully that water that's going to be coming in isn't any colder than what we already have. Right. And if, if it's not, uh, in other words, we're setting it 40, I think Monday when I was out here, 42, 43 degree water. Yep. So if that water is not any colder coming in, it will heat up quicker than if it's super cold water. Right. And uh, so you take this these... Uh, the stained water coming in, a bright sunny day, 
60 degree day or afternoon 50 right. and a real good sunny day those fish are going to move up in that column and they'll, they'll they can either suspend or they'll be close to structure somewhere okay, standing right. timber is really good because uh-huh. they'll just come up in that standing timber and they'll just sit there and you can take them bobbers and set them about four foot and, and you can catch several several fish that way so um standing timber is there is there an area of the lake like feeder creeks or are you on the main lake? Uh, mainly the feeder creeks and uh-huh. the coves has got some standing timber in them or some structure. Right. And, and they will get up on some of these flats because of the, the lake I have a tendency to rise a little bit. Right. And then you'll get, uh, like if you get it far enough up in the river, it's almost like a little eddy or something. There'll be just a little intake pocket uh-huh. that, that the water will come in. And a lot of times it'll be a little bit clearer there, but it won't be uh, moving water. Right. And uh, because of the river. And uh, you can get in those little deal and get around little bushes under the water and stuff, and they'll, they'll move in there in the afternoons. Yeah. And then you can get them by two foot. <laughs> monofilament or braid or floor I'm a monofilament guy. Okay. Uh, I'm not a braid guy. Uh, right. I never have. Never. I've tried it numerous of times. So I'm just strictly a mono with guy. your with your six bob, to eight pound yep. test. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, yep. So now let's talk about lures. What are you going to use for lures to catch those fish underneath a slip bobber? Does it change for a slip bobber compared to uh, just not the a whole lot? I mean, I use a lot of the plastics. Of course, the Bobby Garlands, uh, baby shads are really good. Miniminders are good, um, and a lot of times this time of year, I'll go to a hair jig. Uh-huh. And I do a lot with right out of your beard. Yeah, you just trim right, like right. if you lose a jig, exactly. you just. Trim. <laughs> yeah. I take it off my hair, my head, but I, I would my my jigs would be bald. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I use uh, on the hair jigs. I use yeah. Ruben Flores's jigs. He's famous. They're a hand tied uh-huh. jig over here in Oklahoma, and yep. in fact, I have a discount code with them if anybody He's, wants to. He's uh, well known for his jigs. Yes, like it, at, at the Crappie Expo. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot Couple of people years I know, ago. yeah, mm-hmm. we're talking about him and yeah. his jigs. So yeah, and uh, his. I mean, even though they're hand tied, a lot of times um, you have a tendency they just won't last long. He seems to last hold up very well and and last as long. They're worth the money. So you're casting it out even with the hair jig and letting it sit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that hair that, that hair just opens up yeah. and it really does well under a bobber. So you using do you use minnows or not when you're using a slip bobber? Uh, not you too much use on just the slip a hook bobber. A, uh, use, no? about the only time I use minnow is um, is in the fall of the year. Sometimes I'll tip with a minnow on jigging, but yeah. uh, most of the time, about all the time I ever use minnows is when I'm spider rigging. All right. Mostly on jigs, I just do. I like to hair jig this time of year a lot on the bobber because of the action of the bait. Right. Versus the plastic. Yeah. Hair hair jigs, Malibu jigs. Even are, a Malibu jig is yeah. good this time of year. Uh-huh. But, but no minnows, huh? Not very well. Well, you're keeping your hands dry and warm. That's is that right. what you're telling that's me? That's right. I have, my hands get very cold if it's below 40. <laughs> and, and trust me, that minnow bucket, <laughs> it feels good at first when you dip in there. But after that, mm, no. Yeah. So... You have to have Lance come around, and Lance can just. In fact, your when I fished with you. Lance, I say, uh, <laughs> even before he got it, I, when I fished with Lance, I told him, I said, "You're my guy today." In other words, you're at least gonna get that minnow out of that bucket. 
<laughs> what else can you tell us about bobber fishing? Uh, I know a lot. Well, I mean, it's I, I not just for copy. There's a lot of bluegill. People use them, yeah. you know, a lot. Of the, the thrills is real good, too. They got them small ones you can get uh, this spring when the bluegill bite picks up, and uh, they're really right. good for that. And uh, and that sort of thing too. How about you know? live scoping? How does that play into uh, bobber fishing? You literally can see your jig. Yeah, sitting you there can. Uh, in fact, if you does remember, uh, if you remember, uh, we was on like uh, Washington. Was it two years ago? Yes, yeah, two years uh, ago. We went down there, and uh, the big cold blast and the snow, uh-huh. the lake froze over down there, right. and just thawed out when we got there. Uh-huh. And if you'll remember, in that last day. All, all of us struggled catching fish that week. We right. all did. Yep. And uh, anyway, the day before, I had Mitch uh, pick a lure on the boat with me. Right. And we got up in them cypress trees where those fish were staging before that major front hit. And if you'll remember what we was doing to catch those fish, and we caught more fish that afternoon than the other people. And what we were doing is I started going in there to spider rig it, and I got to seeing the fish were real skittish with the live scope. Uh We were in uh, six to four foot of water. Yep. Eight to four, something like that. And you could see the bunches of crappie, and so what we did, we were taking a bobber two foot below, a, put a jig two feet below the uh-huh. bobber, and we were taking our 16-foot B&M pose and just lobbing it out about uh-huh. 18, 20 feet in front of us. And I'd take the power, as soon as I seen the fish, because they was real skittish, I'd drop the power pose and hold the boat, and we'd flip out there, and we'd catch two to three out of the school until they'd move, and then we'd pick up and move again and do that. So the bobber was very effective at that, that time too. <laughs> and and if anyone's walking around with bobbers in their pockets, it's Mitch. Mitch always has bobbers in his pocket. That is true. So if, if <laughs> you ever a curl run out. Tail. He'll have a curl tail jig. Yeah. He seems like he always has a package of curl tail jigs with him. If you run out of bobbers on the lake, you just track them down, and he'll have some. He'll he have will. extra for you, he and there's will. there's no doubt about that. Exactly. But that's exactly. that's that's the good thing. I mean, but once this water temperature gets above that forty five and starts right. nearing into fifty, uh, the bobber fishing will pick up. Yeah, we're we're gonna be by this show's couple weeks. We really just yeah, just a couple yeah, weeks. It's gonna uh, happen. That's February. I mean, exactly. so mm-hmm. that's that's by then, and and I've always heard dirty water warms up quicker. It will, than, depending on it, how water. cold it was when it got st- you know in the start. Right. It was pretty warm. So, yeah. and I mean the the thing about uh, using a slip bobber and fishing is it doesn't have to be just right here in the Ozarks no. on these trees. You, you can be anywhere. You can, you can go take that, and and we were doing cypress kneels. Down on Lake Washington, mm-hmm. that's what that's what we were fishing. Yeah, right. Down in there, so. And I mean, there's you know you can, if you're the way you could fish it, it needs to be fish slow. I mean, you can fish a slip bobber twenty foot that's, deep, you know. Yep. And go straight down on them. So. There's the tip. Fish slow. You bet. Slow. Yep. That's, that's the trick. 
That takes us to uh, Tackle Time. Tackle Time sponsored by Pico Lures. Pico Lures also has a complete line of terminal tackle by Vanguard. They have some floats and bobbers, so you have your option. You can, if they don't, if uh, Vanguard doesn't have them, uh, then you can go to go, go LureNet.com. That's right. Get get them there. But he's got everything. I actually used the big nine inch big daddy fillet knife on a on a twenty pound striper the other day. Oh really? Super sharp German steel went cut it through just like butter, buddy. There you go. And uh, so we've cut that up. We're gonna smoke up uh, uh, smoke one of the uh, stripers. Take all the red meat out so it's not real strong, and we're gonna try that. So. They have everything. They got tools, and they got, man, you name it, they they got it. But you can check all those products out on PicoLures.com. And, of course, they also have uh, hard and soft baits that you can go bass fishing, walleye, walleye fishing is going to happen here real, real soon. Real quick, so, real quick. Yep. So you can check that out there at PicoLures.com. Greg, if they wanted to find out more about you, of course, we – we didn't touch on it much, but he doesn't do electronic installs <laughs> here in Northwest Arkansas. Mm-hmm. You're also also an authorized dealer for um, Trophy Graph Systems. That's right. So, and, and, um, uh, where where would they get in contact with you? Uh, through Facebook on Greg Robinson or Greg's GuideService.com or four seven nine six zero one one six eight three. There you go. There you have it. Mm-hmm. Like I always like to end the show. Make and, sure you. Keep your hook sharp. And your baits in the water. Baits in the water. Whoa.